nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Star <laughs> <laughs> oh, those kinks, Troy. <laughs> you know, at the at current time, kink update, kink update. They're gone? But I feel like they're reapproaching. All right. Oh, no getting a, kinks. Getting a lot of bad sleep. Well, <laughs> welcome to Star Warranting, our our Star Wars slash update on Troy's kinky neck edition. It's mostly about kinky for, necks with Star Wars for, themes. Yeah, for all those people that are both want to be updated on what Hot Tech Havens thinks about Star Wars and whether or not Troy has a kinky neck. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show for you. you You've hit the right place. Uh, we, of course, are deep in Star Wars at this point. How many have we done? Eight? Uh, Eight 37. <laughs> seven. Lucky yeah. number seven. 37. 37? Yes, 37. Let's make it an even 40. Let's <laughs> uh, jump in the show. All right. Look how fun we are doing Empire Strikes Back today. Uh, just like to put this question out there every time, Cole. This is the first time you've seen this movie. First viewing ever. Now, going into this, did you know anything from this movie previous? This one's a famous movie. Yeah. Nothing at all. Wow. Not one thing. Nothing at all. But my first note is. Pretty excited. Wow. <laughs> Pretty excited. Because when All I right. started this movie. Before you even started the movie, that's what you wrote. Yep. Before I even started, when I, when I hit play on Disney Plus. Immediately wrote Pretty Excited. I wrote, I did. Pretty I, excited. I made sure I had my orange trusty pen next to me. Wow. I was sitting back in my recliner. I might have had Doritos and French onion dip next to me because I'm that's getting real fat in this quarantine time. <laughs> and I wrote. Pretty excited, really fast, because my God, guys, I tell you, you guys are making me Star Wars fans. My oh my God. lordy, I didn't know Look this out. was going to be a side effect to this. Yep, didn't yep. expect wow. it. It is. It we'll is. We'll have to bring on. We'll have to bring on Hot Tech Havens for all of our Star Wars reviews coming up. Then. Yes. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> aren't we? Aren't we doing that right now? Isn't that the whole well, no, like Star yeah, Wars that's team? true. That's true. <laughs> Because oh, Reed Skeets has said that she's like her and her kid are going back and listening to our Star Wars reviews that we've already done. Oh, good. So in retrospect, are they watching the movies as well? Yeah, because she said she, they just went back and listened to our Rise of Skywalker review, and she said she did not appreciate the fact that when I talked about <laughs> whether or not Rise of Skywalker made made a rise in our pants. <laughs> While she was listening kid. to it in front of her 10-year-old kid. <laughs> Very good. No spoilers. No spoilers. No way I want to spoil it for the no boy spoil, over here. No, spo no spoilers for the boy over here. <laughs> Please, sir, can you tell me more spoilers? Uh, before we get into what happened in Empire, let's give you some just facts right here. This facts. came out May 21st, 1980. 1980. That's right. Uh, had a budget of $18 million, Ooh. which actually surprised me on how low it really was. In 1980, $18 million for like a, a size of, like a scope of this sort of movie? Yeah. Do you have other 
facts of other movies made in 1980, though, for the the uh, budget of those to compare against. Not in front of me. To me, that seems like a lot of money. I, I mean, know. 18 million, of course, is a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, but I don't if, have 18 million. Dollars. If this movie was made today. <laughs> I have seven beers deep on it. Was, I don't have eighteen million dollars, sir. <laughs> if this movie was made today, this would be two hundred million easy, oh, easily. In fact, given, could, given the movies that are about this made today, <laughs> easily two hundred million. Easily two hundred million. Easily. Easily. Should I look up what? Where's my phone? Yeah. Give us the. Uh, give us the converter. The high. Yeah. What was the highest budget for a movie in nineteen eighty? Ooh. Okay. I okay. also want to know. I will look this up because we are podcasting. <laughs> you can take our time here. <laughs> I want to look up the converter. $18 million in 1980 and how much it's worth now. Oh. All right. All right. Let's see what we got. Well, I guess. Well, okay. Why can I see Well, this? I got my. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I pulled my phone out like 30 <laughs> seconds after you. So adjusted for inflation, yeah. uh, $1 million in 1980 is equal to $3.3 million in 2020. So what's 18 times 3? Um, we're talking about uh, $54, 55000000 million in 2020. Still that's pretty, pretty low. low. That's still pretty low, yeah. given the, the okay, big so things that come speaks out. To your, speaks to your comment there, Troy. It's yeah. definitely a lower budget than Justice League. <laughs> For sure, which was almost a half a billion dollars to make. That's because it was a DC movie, and DC movies suck. Oh, so, my God, Cole. Highest, that's our highest <laughs> listening. You cannot cannot insult them. That's why you call me Hot Take. Oh. Hot Take. <laughs> you got a problem with it? See me on Twitter. <laughs> at Coach Havens. All right, let me see. What do we what do we got going on here? Bring it on. Um cut it. I'm out. not finding <laughs> I'm not I'm only finding like highest grosses. I'm not finding like highest box or like budgets. Budgets. Okay. So, okay, it's hard to find. But I'm going to say right now in 1980 Star Wars Empire Strikes Back was the biggest release of that year. The next movie, 9 to 5. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Hold not on. even joking. When I take over for a month, we're watching 9 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me give you the top 10. Love Guru, Killer Clowns of Outer Space, and 9 to 5. Get ready. What the fuck? <laughs> let me give you the top 10 of what came out in 1980. Empire Strikes Back, 9 to 5, Stir Crazy. I don't even know what that movie is. Number three movie that, in 1980. Is that the one where, is, it Gene, is that uh, Gene Wilder and um, Richard, Richard Pryor? Pryor? Yeah. Yes, I just looked it up. Uh, number four, Kramer versus Kramer. Number five, Any Which Way You Can. Six, Private Benjamin. Seven, Coal Miner's Daughter. Eight, Smokey and the Bandit 2. Oh. Nine, The Blues Brothers. 10 ordinary people and then oh the next oh the next five i'm gonna go top 15 here whoa number 11 is popeye with oh my god <laughs> number 12 the shining 13 wow. cheech and chong's next movie 14 wow. caddyshack 15 Friday the 13th i know more about 11 to 15 than so i do, do i 1980 was Fuck! <laughs> yes. The original Caddyshack? It, it, I was opposed to its sequel? 
Is there a sequel to Caddyshack? Yes, yeah, sequel to Get Out. You, what? you don't remember Ow My Ass? No, when I goes don't down remember this Ow My Ass. Is there a Caddyshack that would be 2? A joke. Yeah, Caddyshack 2. I'll take my role as host of this podcast now. Thank you. <laughs> Did I lose? Dude, that one time. I remember Santa? specifically there was one time where you spent the night at my house when we were kids and we watched Caddyshack 2 on Comedy Central and we lost our shit because there's a guy that goes down a water slide where a guy turns off the water <laughs> and there's a bunch of smoke and then he gets to the bottom and he yells, Oh my ass! I have blocked this from my memory entirely. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, like, it's like, uh, fucking what's-his-name turns it into a mini-golf course. Oh, my lordy. I can't believe you didn't know there was a sequel to Caddyshack. I, I feel ashamed. I feel ashamed. As you should. Well, well Eric, that- go fuck yourself for doing Caddyshack 2 next week. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, budget of $18 million. Domestically, this made 209.3. Worldwide, $400 million. Christ. It's good for itself. I mean, I already said number one movie of the year. Yeah. Pretty good for itself. Rotten Tomatoes, 94%. Jesus. IMDb, 8.7 out of 10. Metacritic, 82%. And Jesus. Keeping It Real gives it four stars. And I believe wow. that's out of five. Yeah. I would say so. Not a is, perfect movie. Not not quite perfect. Okay. Not it's quite. very heavily lauded amongst a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. uh, especially Star Wars fans. That's right, as the best one. The best one. Hmm. We'll see about that. We Uh-oh, will see. Look out, we? hot take. Uh, so hot take. Sitting on a hot take over here. <laughs> HTC. Like. Yeah, that's me. That's a... <laughs> oh wait, I guess it would be H. Hot take Cole. <laughs> HTH. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Oh, hot take cold over here. What went on during Empire Strikes Back? Well, let me give you my synopsis as usual. So, with the Death Star destroyed, a group of freedom fighters. Are you by... just go- Did you write down the entire <laughs> fucking scroll? <laughs> I need to write this down to remind myself what I'm watching. God damn That's it! Okay, Let's go, let it happen. It. Led go. by Luke, has set up camp on the ice planet of. Hoth. Uh-huh. So, um, when we see our freedom fighters on Hoth, um, they're riding weird emus around. <laughs> and <laughs> and there's abominable snowmen, and Darth Vader is coming after them. Uh, he's sending out these weird little things to try to, like, spy on them. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it goes from there, and uh, it turns into a pretty good movie. I've got more, but that's the gist of it. All right, that's the, that's gist the of jumping it. off point. Yes. Very good. Yes. That's good. Um, yes, uh, this does start off uh, the rebel forces kind of chilling out on Hoth. Pardon chilling, the pun. my goodness, <laughs> look out. Uh, riding their tauntauns. Emus. All right. <laughs> um, I thought they smelled bad. Outside. I just stroked out. <laughs> this. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, right off the top. Yeah. This watch of the movie wasn't my favorite one. Okay. Um, I'll give obviously my grade at the very end, but, um, I felt after the hype 
of A New Hope of I Just Got Off Of. Okay. And this being the classically known the best one. Yeah. I felt maybe I was a little underwhelmed. But I would say I thought it took a little bit of time in the beginning getting to where it needed to go to really kick into the plot of like moving forward towards the end. Okay. Like the whole Hoth sequence, I felt like it's fun, but what does it really do besides get Darth Vader on like their tail? Like it's a fun little adventure. Sure. Which I like because it is world building. Yeah. But um, that that was my thought going through. I was watching a little more analytically as I could mm-hmm. with kids in the house, uh, <laughs> same than than normal. But that that's just like my two cents yeah. right off the top, right there. Okay, what uh, what are you thinking there, JT? What am I thinking? Uh, so this time around, watching it, a little hot take myself. Ooh. I was not a fan watching it this time around. Ooh. Wait, not a fan? Yeah. For being one of the biggest Star Wars fans, uh-huh. I don't believe the hype that this is one of the best Star Wars movies ever. Okay. Oh. All right. I Especially coming off of... Especially sitting coming... up a little taller in my seat. <laughs> okay. This might be the hottest one yet. <laughs> especially coming off of the original Star Wars. And I think just based off of what I appreciate about Star Wars... In general, I think they break up a lot of the elements that I like the most about Star Wars in this. Mm-hmm. Even down to where they split up R2-D2 and C-3PO mm-hmm. for the greater part of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think their their best strength of those two is the fact that they're together yes. for the most part. I was each missing other. that in this movie. Yeah. yeah. they like I, I don't think they really... like Their strengths are that they interact with each other. And because they're separate, I really felt that I was not really digging what they were doing. Mm-hmm. That the, I I think I was digging C-3PO more because Han Solo was getting so fucking frustrated with him. Yes. But beyond that, R2-D2 does jack shit in this. Yep. Doesn't do much. He spits mud. That's about all he does <laughs> in this. Right. He has like a bit of a, a, a quarrel with Yoda. Yeah. But other than that, that's not then, even that much. And then even beyond that, like the whole the 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 the, the trio of Luke, Leia, and Han that, that I liked so much in the original Star Wars, the fact that it gets broken up here, it felt like Luke was kind of forced into this whole Jedi training that like was interesting in certain points and boring in others. Mm-hmm. And then Han and Leia's relationship watching it this time around felt really really forced to where it was borderline rapey at points <laughs> yeah <laughs> where i was like i liked it more when it just felt like you were three people that stumbled onto each other on this mission and then i don't know it it felt like this time around watching empire it felt very sequelitis mm. where it felt like this movie had agendas that it wanted to get across to people and it beat it beat it home so bad at certain points where I felt myself saying, I get it. <laughs> I get I get that you want Han and Leia to fucking get together. Yeah. I get that Darth Vader is this big irresistible force. I get that Luke Skywalker's gonna be a Jedi. And every single scene was just beating all those points across 
where I, it didn't feel natural. Mm. I kind of disagree with you a little bit. I do agree with you that, like, because they split the group up into, like, d- just to change it up a little bit so mm-hmm. it wasn't so samey, um, was maybe a tad of a hindrance. I liked their hook spa, if I could say that, and, like, wanting to do that to get different dynamics up there. Like, I get that. Having, like, a fun Chewbacca C-3PO little bromance there where he's yeah. carrying around on his back was no, kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, I did miss the C-3PO R2-D2 grouping together, though. Yeah. Um, I, I don't feel the sequelitis so much as what you say, because I, I just know for a fact that these people weren't signed on for a trilogy. They were signed on for films one at a time as they came out. Mm -hmm. And at the end of this, like, it's... It's kind of, like, I guess it's apparent that I have so much, like, back history on Star Wars that I know, like, they didn't know Han Solo was maybe going to not show up in the next one. Like, they didn't know if Harrison Ford was going to sign up for Return of the Jedi or not. So they maybe, quote, killed him (laughs) in Carbonite by keeping an option open to stay him, have him be alive. Yeah. Um, They, uh... I, it, like the whole thing ends in a happy end or a sad ending. Like yeah. everybody kind of loses in this. No, but which my, is a strength. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like a fun little dip that really at the end of the day, like, did they think they're gonna get a third one? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but like they didn't, they didn't know that where their trajectory was yet. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the new ones, they knew they were gonna do a trilogy. Yeah. They had all the opportunities in the world to set out one, two, and three, or yeah. what, seven, eight, and nine, or yeah. whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, And they kind of went the same route as this original trilogy, where it has a, like a dip, a bit. Mm-hmm. But then they w- they went all cattywampus in it, and I'll maybe get we'll get to it we'll down get, the line. We'll get to that, <laughs> and we'll see if it like re- even registers with me any different. But yeah. it w- I did feel a bit. Like, it was trying to do something different, which is good, but at the same time, I was like, I kind of miss what I missed in A New Hope. Yeah. A little bit. Anyway, Cole, new eyes. Um, I, 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 as much as I missed the C-3PO R2-D2 connection, I love seeing so much of Chewbacca in this. Oh, yeah. yeah, He's pretty big. He's big. He's so emotional in this movie. Uh Like. You got to see every emotion that you could out of Chewbacca. Yeah. And yeah. Um, when they close the blast doors when Han and Luke are missing, I like that whole scene where, like, he, like, the only thing you hear is him, like, wailing. Yeah. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if I saw the C3PO Chewbacca connection as much as you guys were talking about. Just the mm. fact that he's wearing him on his back. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> true. True. Um, I have that the CGI in this is awful. Yeah, that's, that's the... again special edition. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, I did watch a. If you go on Disney Plus, they have the extras. Oh, do they? Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I never really even Check bothered it to look it out. out okay, it is cool. I did it for episode four. I went in and saw the extras from the uh, cantina scene <laughs> because I just love that cantina scene. <laughs> but uh, for this one, the only one I watched was. Um, and they have a name for him. I call him the Abominable Snowman. 
but there's a yeah. name yeah. for him. Yeah. You guys know what it is? It's like uh, uh, I don't not off the top of no, my head. It's, there's a name for that creature. Yeah, but, but they added all that shit for the special editions. Yeah, they have in there in the extras though. Yeah, the original scene of like more, like when uh, when Darth Vader's coming into Hoth. Mm-hmm. Um, they have more of that abominable snowman breaking into what? Yeah, really. Go on Disney Plus and check it out. I'm going to and now. It says in the description that they it never made it in there because they were not happy with how it looked. Darth Vader just fucks up this abominable snowman? No, they had the abominable <laughs> snowman going after Han and Princess Leia and C-3PO, as well as Darth Vader making his way into... What the Yeah. Whoa. Fuck. Check it out. It's pretty interesting, and it looks fucking awful. All with one arm? Like, I can see... Yeah, I can see why they did not include well, no, this in the movie. In the, in the original cut of Empire Strikes Back, you never see the abominable snowman. Oh, Only really? in like quick flashes. Yeah, in quick flash, yeah, you see his face. Like what you like, the the scene where like you see his face with his with his paws up. That's all you see. Other than that, like you hear him, and then you see like scenes of uh, there's like a, like these like far out scenes of like in a cave where you see like smoke billowing out of like what looks like a like this big black hole, and you hear him, but you never see him until like. He cuts his arm off, and then you see the arm fall, and we never actually see the abominable snowman. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, man. And I... That... The footage that they added in that for that whole cave scene isn't reshoots, is it? It's, like, the original footage? No, it's reshoots. They put is a it? guy. They put a guy in a costume. Oh, okay. Because I, I couldn't remember if that was, like, they originally shot that when I was watching this today. Uh, because I was like, that looks great. Like, yeah. why didn't they have that in the movie, no, I guess? No, they, they reshot it because, I don't know, it was something where, like, George Lucas was pissed they couldn't actually show the the snowman. They could only, like, afford, like, like the mask and the fucking hands. That's why oh, okay. he, That's why it's such a close-up shot where he's, like, going like this. Uh-huh. Like, his hands in front of his face. So, yeah. But they couldn't afford the entire suit, so when they did the special editions, they bought a whole fucking suit where he's eating something. <laughs> That Tauntaun, most likely. Yeah. Or the emu. The emu. Yeah, the emu. <laughs> now, in the Family Guy version, uh, the <clears throat> snow monster is the cookie monster. <laughs> and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's outstanding. God damn it. Um, I have, uh, in this movie, this is kind of going a little bit off. Was this the first movie, maybe you guys don't know, to use good guy and bad guy music? Because no. I no. love that. Like, yeah. every time... I'm just trying to think, like, it's it's so old. You know, it's almost, you know, 47 years old now. Yeah. Every time that you you know when Darth Vader's coming on or when oh, yeah. the bad guys are coming because right. you hear the that music. Imperial yeah. March, yeah. Yeah, and you know when it's Luke or the good guys because you hear yeah. the good guy music. Yeah. And it just struck a chord with me. I was like, I wonder if this is the first movie that used good guy, bad guy music. Right. No, um, John Williams did that for the first one. Everybody had their own, like, theme Mm-hmm. When they came on, but it just works so seamlessly with yeah. the footage. Like you don't even realize, like half the time you don't even realize the music is kind of really going, and that's like what makes a great soundtrack yeah. is because it just is an yeah. ambiance of the scene. Yeah, you don't even realize you don't even like recognize the music, but you have a feeling watching a scene where you're like you know what's about to happen, right? And it's just based on the music. Where it's like, oh, fuck, there's music playing. That's why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did get bored yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. 
um, when the large dinosaur camel things are coming through. Uh, the AT... AT-ATs or yeah. the ATSTs? No, they're the AT-ATs. Okay. They call them Imperial Walkers in this. There you go. That's what I And remember. then in the... Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, in, uh, I think in Rogue One, someone calls them AT-ATs, which always drives me fucking crazy. Because <laughs> I think AT-AT sounds like the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> I either prefer AT-AT or Imperial Walker. Yeah. If someone says AT-AT, I get fucking, it just makes my skin crawl. I hate the sound of it. Yeah. You know what makes my skin crawl and I hate the sound of it? Rogue One. <laughs> That's a fucking awful movie. So, okay, because we just recently watched Rogue One and they also have Imperial Walkers in these, or AT-ATs. Oh, fuck you. It's getting hot over here! <laughs> I, they seemed way easier to kill in that movie than in this one. Because they seem almost impenetrable, besides being tripped up yeah. in this movie. Yeah. But in that one, they shoot like a rocket launcher at them and something else and they like go down. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my god. I do like him in, in Rogue One because, like, in this movie, they don't necessarily show, like, the scope of them because they use miniatures. Yeah. But in Rogue One, it shows it almost from, like, a worm's eye view of, like, how towering they yeah. are. And it was cool in Rogue One because it's, like, everyone knows that they're an empire, and then in yeah. Rogue One, they're on a beach. So it's, yep. like, you see them in two different, yep. uh, like, climates. Yeah. Uh, you gotta love climates. Gotta love Climate climates. change. Seems like a pretty serious flaw to just be able to put out harpoons and trip these things. Yeah, up. of course. I mean, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's a terrible design for a something, right? <laughs> but it's hard to get those harpoons out. I, obviously. Yeah. How many guys did they lose on this? No shit. They lost <laughs> nearly everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. No, R.I.P. Was... Luke's co-pilot. Yeah, right? Oh my, I know. <laughs> I was so... <laughs> I was so bored during this scene, though. I just felt like it went on forever. See, that's what I was, uh, this whole Hoth scene, I I was lo looking forward to it when I, because I love, I remember loving it, because I'm like, yeah. it's a snow planet, it's where you see the the, the walkers, which are really cool, you get the snow speeder scene, you get like yeah. the, the abominable snowman, you get all that shit, yeah. and then it did seem to go on longer than I remember. It did. Um, it, Like, the whole thing, I think, was added with the snowman, because... Well, I don't know if this is completely true, but between the f episode four and five, Mark Hamill got in a car accident. Yes, yeah. And, like, got scarring on no, his yeah, face. Yeah, you're right. Really? And yep. so they had to have, like, a reason for him in the movie to have scarring on his face, so I think they added the snowman scene in there mm -hmm. to, like, have it be canon that he had scarring on his face. Well, and that's why he oh became that's why he became mostly a voice actor after this, was because he was kind of ashamed of his face. Which really doesn't... And it's I don't not, see yeah. anything. Yeah, it's not that. Like, I mean, it's just maybe it's just his own prerogative or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, he was just. It just kind of had like this like self awareness where like he didn't really want people to see the scarring on his face. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So then he became a voice actor, and now he's like the probably one of the best Jokers ever. <laughs> he's like one of the most prolific voice actors there is out there. Yeah. He does a ton <laughs> of stuff that isn't the Joker that you wouldn't even realize. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Um, so that scene was just added. So that that probably padded the beginning a little bit more than it needed to be. Yeah. But even like what what you what you said, they had to like the abominable snowman just running through the caverns of Hoth, like yeah. chasing down everybody else too. Like I'm like, Ugh. I don't know what they were playing for that <laughs> whole beginning. Then was um, this the first time 
if you're watching it four, five, six is the first movies. Uh-huh. The first time we see the Force, um, when he reaches, when he you know gets the lightsaber up out of the snowbank. Do they show that in May? four? I don't know. I don't Watching think they one do. Through five now, I'm so like thrown that's off. That's a that's a really good point because I don't really think they actually show like someone. Like, making something float because of the Force. I don't remember that in episode four. I don't think four. so. Yeah. So I think that's... God yeah. damn, Cole. You're... Yeah. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I take Havens actually comes up with some decent shit sometimes. That's a fucking good point. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they almost kind of insinuate, like, the Force in the fourth one was just... It's like a feeling that you get, like, to kind of, like... Like, almost precognition. Yeah, like, yeah, like a premonition. And then in this, they kind of establish it as, like, now you can make shit float. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. It just struck me as like, hey, if I'm watching this four, five, six of the first ones, that's the first time I'm seeing that. And then yeah. also later in the movie when Yoda is bringing the ship up, uh huh, out yeah. like that's like this big enormous. Oh my god, look what he's doing. Yep. But to me, I'm like, what the fuck? I've seen it in one through three already. It doesn't matter to me. So <laughs> yeah. for yeah. me, watching it now in canon is one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. That's nothing to me. Like. Yep. Oh, yeah, that it makes means, sense. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Wow. This looks absolutely shitty. Yeah. I do like the way they explain the Force way more in these earlier movies. Yeah. Like, where it's just, like, this Force that combine like, is enveloping the entire universe. Mm-hmm. It's in everything, whatever. You need to become one yeah. with it to become one with the Force or whatever. Yeah. And there's just, there's just people that are more sensitive to it that can kind of manipulate it. Whether, it, like, they tried to make it more scientific in the first three, which yeah. I hate. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love it to be ambiguous. Yeah. Like, they try and establish midichlorians and, like, how much of it is in your DNA and all this bullshit. Like, yeah. who cares? Right. Yeah. I also like in this, too, where they are attempting to teach Luke the Force, but they neg him almost the entire time, like, oh, he's too old, he can't do it. Like, even when he's, like, kind of catching on, it's like, you're not in the right mindset. Like, you're not great at this. Yeah. (laughs) And I like that, because they kind of give up on that in the later movies. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about them right now, but we'll get to it later. They do it better here, yeah, I, in yeah. my opinion, in in these. Yeah, where it's my, like, yeah, my major problem with the later movies is what I think this this series of movies does well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like like I said, like with my complaints with 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 this, I think it has a, I think it still has a strong beginning and a strong ending. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it has a very strong ending. Yeah, very strong ending. But it's just in the be in the middle in there. I feel like. They're, I don't know, it felt like in the middle they're treading water for the most part. I don't feel like they're treading water. I like where Luke is kind of on his own journey, like, learning something here. Because, I mean, you get the inclusion of Yoda. Yeah. Um, no, which is yeah. great. Um, you Disagree. Kinda, you kind of get, oh, okay. Whoa. All right, let me finish my thought and we'll Look jump over out, to you. hot take. And then we're also throwing on, a fireball in your face. And the other side, we're going to Cloud City and meeting Lando for the first time. Like not an right inclusion, away, though. I, not right away, but the inclusion of like a new character, and they're doing something separate over here. Yeah. And that's like almost like a whole double cross you don't even really see coming, which yeah. is fun. Yeah, um, I do. I do appreciate that. Anyway, I want to know more about this hot take that just <laughs> resurfaced. Take. 
on the table. Okay, so again, this I'll goes take back... pretty much saying fuck Yoda right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I'm going to go back to watching this now how they're wanting us to watch it. As uh-huh. one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. I enjoyed Yoda, even though I think in like episode three, I might have said I got sick of how much Yoda talked. Yes. And I did. Yeah. And he talks a lot in this one, too. Yes. Yeah. I felt like the Yoda in episode five that we meet is like this senile, weird, creepy, yeah. old, weird thing. Yes. That is rummaging through food and, and supplies. <laughs> yeah. And we're supposed to think he's this almighty great Jedi. Like, I... I hated Yoda in this movie. I, but my thing, here's my thing. I liked that Yoda was so senile in this. I get that. I do. Yeah. (laughs) But I I liked Yoda on my screen in episodes one, two, and three. In this episode, I couldn't wait for him to leave the Dagobah system. (laughs) Like, I hated Everything about the Yoda scene. The scenes. fact that you can even recall Dagobah system means you're nerding out about Star Wars, and I love <laughs> Hold it. Hold on. Only because of the family guy, because it's the old screen man says, Luke, you must go to the Dagobah system and pull down your pants. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why I remember no, Dagobah no, system. No. Okay, I feel, this is my opinion here, being that this is like the first appearance of Yoda ever. Yeah. And he's like this old senile guy living out in like the backwoods of the galaxy, right? Yeah. I feel like they kind of shit the bed on episodes one, two, and three, making him so formidable and then not seeing him until now, where it's kind of like a leap in logic on like how he gets to that point in like in a short amount of time. Comparative to his age? Yeah, true. To his age. He's yeah. 800 years yeah. old or something like that. And in 30 years, less than that, 20 years? But not, like... He becomes go a ahead, crazy go person? Go ahead. Like Dementia kicked in real fast. Maybe so. Like, may- maybe that's the- maybe he's at the end of his life yeah. and uh, he's becoming, like, a-, a crazy person, right? But I feel like it is a bit of a leap that he is having all these weird uh, senior issues. I, I I don't know how else to put it. Like, I know what's coming up later. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. Like, he seems so formidable in 3 to be flipping around and shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's doing parkour! And in 20 years' time, because Luke is, what, 20, 20-something in this? Yeah, maybe... Not meant much know. time has gone yeah, because by. Because he talks about he wants to go to, like, doesn't he even talk about wanting to go to school or something at some point or go to some kind of university? Oh, I don't I don't remember. And but like, I know from, like, he, well, he's, like, 18 in New Hope. Sure. And maybe, maybe a couple years went by since then. I don't know. Maybe five years. It, yeah. It's not, it's not really. Because they even hint at, like, that there's been some things that have happened since then. Like, I know Han brings up that they did some kind of mission before this. Yeah, but I, that's, I mean, that's a strength I like of the these three. It's like, there's yeah. time jumps. Yeah, time like, goes by. Again, we'll get into the fucking other trilogy <laughs> later. But yeah, I, I that's the one thing I like about this is that they do hint that time has gone by in between the movies. Yeah. So that you they can do things that maybe are a leap in logic, but they can explain them away with being like, 
Well, I mean, that happened like a couple of years ago. Yeah. I uh, I mean, even to the point where like, so they've destroyed the Death Star. At, at, really, the rebellion can say like, we kind of got the Imperial army like a bit on the run a little bit we destroyed their big super weapon yeah I mean, they're they're still like an overbearing force but yeah. we 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 really kicked him in this while they were down a little yeah. bit so we got that so even like han solo saying like well i'm gonna take off and they're like yeah go go ahead you you've earned it or whatever yeah rather than be like uh i don't think so motherfucker <laughs> we got a lot of shit going on right now you're yeah. staying here yeah yeah <laughs> so like they've kind of they're kind of like okay yeah we're we're okay here on Hoth. There's no AT-ATs down here or anything like that. Yeah. Knock, knock. I mean, they're at, <laughs> they're fucking at their door. But, like, I, that's just, like, one little thing. Like, it could have been, like, five years have gone by. But, yeah. I, like, to go back to Yoda. Yeah. As, as we were talking about before. I almost kind of appreciate watching uh, from the prequels onto this. Almost kind of how sad it is that... Yoda gets so senile in this. Yeah. Just based on, like, uh, like even, like, having grandparents that have gone through, like, dementia, where, like, it hits so fast. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, sure, Yoda's 800 years old, but who's to say that, like, his species doesn't, like, hit dementia, like, in the last two or three years of their lives? Yeah. And but, it's, like, it's not even really that, because he seems very cognizant when he wants to be yeah but but even with people with dementia they have moments of fluidity and it's like i i love i mean i love in the sense that it's so sad that it's like watching him fight with r2d2 yelling mine 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 (laughs) over a flashlight over a flashlight where it's like god you were so good at one point you were like you were like so many people respected you and now you're fighting with a droid over a flashlight yeah, like that's what I like about it, and it's... but then again, like, not not to interrupt you or anything. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. But he probably lived in seclusion for those twenty years. Yeah. So like, twenty years is a long time for anything, even if you're eight hundred years old, mm-hmm. just to live by yourself yeah. in this swamp, like fucking Shrek or some shit. Yeah. You mean the Dagobah system? <laughs> <laughs> to like absolutely go insane. Yeah. So like that could be anybody. True. He lived Luke's entire life alone in a stump. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> but we're also still talking about a being that's 800 years old. I know. I Who's know. to know what he did for those whole, those whole 800 years? Train Jedi. Train Jedi. Of course. But, uh, like, but, like, the fact that, like, he's reaching the end of his life and, like, he's this senile. And, like, having watched the prequels, seeing how smart and how on top of everything that he is... I, I almost kind of like that, where it's like, he's such a last resort that it's like, even like Obi-Wan Kenobi's like, God, well, I'll send you to Yoda. He's the only one left. <laughs> he's fucking crazy as shit, but he's the only one I know that's still alive that could possibly train you. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the idea of that, considering this, considering the whole, all the prequels and shit. Yeah. Okay. That's a good spin on it. Okay, you kind of turned me around a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Yeah. I was like, you're gonna put up with this whole thing where he's obsessed with flashlights. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but just stick with him. You're gonna get something out of it. Yeah. They don't trust him with a lightsaber anymore. That's the closest thing he gets to flashlight. I know. To and pretend I love that it's too. a lightsaber. Well, well, the way that he was like introducing himself to Luke and R2-D2, 
for like Katie walked in, my wife at that time to watch the movie, and she's like, "Oh, Yoda's in this." I'm like, "I don't know if it is Yoda. It might be like another like <laughs> another like Yoda, another little Yoda, but it's not because she says he's gonna lead him to Yoda." So it took me like 15 minutes to be like, "Oh yeah, I think that's Yoda." That's actually. like every Jedi in these movies is just like, "Oh, Obi Wan, I know Obi Wan." It's me. <laughs> or it's like, Yoda is like, mm, Yoda, I take you to him, I will. I'm Yoda. Me. It's me. I did notice, though, what I think made Yoda less annoying in this, yeah. for me, is that he didn't do so much backward speak. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. He didn't yeah. do it in here and there, but otherwise, like, there wasn't a need for him to really speak all that backwards yeah. talk. Yep. Which I was like, okay, this is making it a lot more bearable. And, like, in a way, I almost kind of wish they made him speak normally in the prequels, where it's like, you get to hear where he's speaking backwards all the time, where you're like, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> like, now you're speaking backwards? Like, yeah. I, I don't know, like... Yeah, like everything is everything that like prequels on is built so based on these movies. Like I almost would have liked it more if it's like Yoda just seemed like a normal speaking intelligent goblin person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you get to Dagobah where he's speaking backwards and fighting a droid over flashlights where you're like what a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> like compared to what I know you as, you're a fucking mess. Yeah. And then it's like th and this is the hope of the Jedi. This is like the last the, bit a, of hope. A literally a new hope. Yeah. This yeah. is the last this is the last bit of hope that the Jedi have to be, to have a resurgence. Yeah. And it's a backward speaking weird insane goblin. Yeah. yeah. That used to be, know what he was doing. Yeah. And I love the idea of that, but it's yeah. because everything was built is so ass backwards. It's like, okay, I get it. But still, like, <laughs> imagine if like, the prequels are made first, where Yoda is so intelligent to where now he can't even speak properly. Like, he speaks like how fucking Johnny... Like, jo like <laughs> Johnny Five speaks when he gets his fucking shit kicked in. <laughs> Callback. Callback. Oh, God. I, I do like, okay, while we're still on the Yoda train and Obi-Wan's force ghost shows up and like they ask Luke is like, well, what are you, what are you going to do here? Your friends are in trouble. You probably should continue your training. The, the future's not set in stone. They'll, they'll get themselves out of this. Yeah. I should probably go to them. I really think that's a bad idea. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. They'll, the Again, the future's not set in stone. Yoda can't even see it. He probably knows. He's crazy. He probably knows what he's talking about, though. He knows his Jedi shit. I'm still going to go. If I could just reiterate again. <laughs> I really don't think you should. You should probably still train. You're not that good. Yeah. You're not great. You can barely lift a rock. This is why this is why I love the ending so much though. Mm -hmm. Is like that, Oh yeah. If you go, you will fail. Dude, that <laughs> whole I think my favorite lightsaber battle out of any movie is this one. Yes, I agree. Between yeah. Darth Vader and, and Luke Skywalker, because Darth Vader 
is not even fucking trying in this. No, he's doing it one-handed at a and point. And I love it. I love it because... <laughs> but it tells so much based on that one story where Luke is trying so hard to defeat Darth Vader not knowing that he's his father. Yeah. And Darth Vader is not trying because he's his father. Yeah. And that's the whole fucking story of the entire thing. Like, even down to where it's like, I'm going to freeze him in carbonite because... Maybe I can turn him to the dark side. He wants to freeze him in carbonate because he knows he won't die based on the fact that Han Solo did. Like, that's why they tested it. Yep. Yeah. They tested it because like, he's still alive. Okay, good. Now I can put my son in that so I can... Now I can coax him into the dark side as opposed to try and do it here. Yeah. Like, you can see how much he cares based on the small things he does throughout the entire lightsaber battle. Yeah. And it's perfect. I yeah. love the ending of this. Yeah. I love that Luke is just hacking away and doing nothing. Yeah. And Darth Vader is just like almost gliding through this fight. Yeah. Not not a care in the world. He could kill him at yep. any time. <laughs> yeah. He could have killed him at any time. Yep. And I love it. I This is my favorite lightsaber battle out of all of them. And then I think my second favorite is probably the one coming up in Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. don't ruin it for me. Uh, I, okay. <laughs> no, I had in I had in my notes that this is my favorite lightsaber battle so far. But I'll say in a way it's in a way it's kind of like the tables are turned, but it's in a completely different way. But uh, that's why I love the prequels so much is because they they do their lightsaber battles in a way that tells a story as opposed to like making them look flashy. Yes. Yes, exactly. There's like emotional Im- there's the storytelling aspect of it. Mm-hmm. They're not just hacking away at each other yeah. or it makes or it doing look like a, a sh- or doing like nine flips into yes. a fucking Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had one flip in this that Luke did and it's probably like blew everybody's mind in fucking 1980 <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, I I really like the lightsaber battle in this because yeah. it does tell a story. Yeah. And the fucking Luke loses. Yeah. He gets his fucking yeah. hand chopped yeah. off. It's like, fuck you. I it wasn't is, ready is, for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? No, I was yeah. not ready. I also was not ready for the father drop in this. See, really? that was be the one thing yeah. I thought you knew about this movie. <laughs> so I did know that. Yeah. I expected it in episode six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And I just, I All knew right. it was coming. Yeah. Like, I, it wasn't like my Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> what do you knew, mean he's Han Solo? I knew the I'm your father's coming. I thought it was episode six. Okay. So okay. when he dropped it here... I wrote in my notes, wasn't ready for father. <laughs> in, in caps, wasn't ready for father. Yeah. I was totally blown away. And what's cool about that, only three people knew about that while they filmed it. Like George Lucas knew. Oh, that's cool. Uh, James Earl Jones knew. And yeah. maybe Luke? Maybe Luke? No, he didn't know. I can't remember. Well, yeah, because he's he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was like something where it was like I think they told Mark Hamill it was a different reveal, so he could say it, that's impossible. Mm, okay. Yeah, but only like three people knew that reveal. They kept that super secret. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. And the fact that then that the fam- whole family dynamic thing, that like making Leia his sister, and then like the kiss yeah. earlier on, it's like ugh. <laughs> That's but I don't, I don't think they revealed that Leia's a sister till Return of the Jedi. Yeah, they didn't reveal it in this one. Are you sure? I didn't yeah. hear They it. said there... Oh, maybe not. I know they said there is another in this, and it, they say Leia. Yeah, because... No, yeah, because Yoda says, no, there's another, as he's taking off. But they don't say it's Leia. Okay. Oh. They must have had it in mind, though, just to make sure that... 
they don't do more incestuous yeah. shit after that, and they have him like Han Solo be the love interest for Leia. Well, because I have it early in my notes here, Luke is really happy to kiss his sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't With know it yet, but he's really hand happy. Hand behind his head yep. and everything, like, oh, yeah, I'm getting laid tonight. <laughs> Incestuous. <laughs> I just got out of that back to tank. I'm fucking Man. ready to go. Yeah, what was that Austin Powers, like, weird water <laughs> tank thing? They didn't even do anything with it. They just had him in it, and then he, like, gets sucked up, and then he's cool. Yep, in that fucking diaper that he was wearing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Should have been red. <laughs> Should have been that red diaper came in a revolver. <laughs> again, Harrison Ford as Han Solo is fucking amazing in this. Great. Just, I think my favorite scenes in this are just the random scenes where, like, he's trying to fix the Millennium Falcon. And he just starts losing his <laughs> the shit. The whole movie. Like, what are you, what are you doing grabbing this? Like, oh, he's just I- like... I have here that Han and Chewie are my favorite odd couple. Yeah. Like, all the fixing scenes. Yeah. Like, they just throw shit at each other. Yeah. Yeah. We're taking off. You're taking all this shit apart. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, he's yelling at Chewie. And Chewie's like, Like, he's just, like, fucking, like, losing (laughs) his shit. But they're on the hoth, and Chewie's doing repairs to it or whatever. Why'd you take this apart? We're We're taking on and get out of here. What are you doing? Put that back together. Even when, like, Luke's trying to say goodbye because he's about to, like, go take on all the fucking Imperial Walkers and Han Solo's, like, there's, like, this droid's trying to, hey, shut up a minute, I'm trying to talk to Luke. (laughs) He's just, like, he's so rude to things that are not, like, Luke or Leia. But he doesn't even get to that point right away because Luke is standing there for a minute and Han Solo's still, like... Um, why did you put that all, all the, over there? And then where, well, we'll get that. Well, hold on, hold on a minute. Luke, what do you want? You leaving? Okay, okay, hold just a second. Yeah, put, put that stuff up over there. Okay, we're, we're going to repair that later. Chewy, what do you got going on? Are you going, Luke? Okay, we'll see you. Have a safe trip or whatever. You know, they don't even really say goodbye to each other. He's like, oh, I, I'm still fixing the Millennium Falcon. Everyone's fucking shit up. I got to fix this thing. And even then, he's like... All right, here we go. It's not my fault. I didn't. What do you want from me? And that's one of my favorite things throughout the entire movie is the ongoing trend that the, that the fucking hyperspeed never works. Where is it? Okay, now I got it. He's like, what the fuck? Like three different times. <laughs> I even loved it when Lando tries it. Punch it. Shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> It's not my fault! I don't know! I thought they fixed it! Fuck! And the, everyone gets just up out of their chairs. And, like, who is driving the thing when they're being attacked by the Empire and they're still trying to fix the hyperdrive? Who is on the... Chewie's getting, like, wrenches yeah. dropped on him or whatever? There's that one There's that one time where, like, Han tra- tries it and, like, Chewie just goes fucking insane. Like, like, throwing his fist around and shit like he's pissed. It was yeah. like, I thought you fixed it, you fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> it's that's a great ongoing joke. It's perfect. Um, I liked the sneak peek at Darth's head. Oh, when he's just that egg. Yeah, that was <laughs> that, super cool. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. And just thinking like how they had to backtrack on that to do episodes one through three when they do yeah. like the fire pits. Oh yeah, or whatever mm-hmm. the lava. Oh yeah, uh, like I think one of my complaints about this is that like I'm not a big. F- fan of darth vader being like the all-around boss of everybody yeah i kind of like when he's like under another person's thumb yeah i mean they show i think this is the first time they show the emperor yeah yeah. yep um 
And then this, they actually had, I think they used, like, this is like, you. they used, like, the CG to, like, make it, like, look like the actual emperor. Yeah, they actually used, I think uh, in Ian the McDermott, is that his name? <laughs> yeah, because in, uh, in the original one, they gave him, like, weird bug eyes. Yeah, so the original one used, like, a, a it was a mix-up between a chimpanzee and a real person, what? or something like that. To make him look God, really I weird. These original movies. It, it looks yeah. jarring. It's weird as fuck. Because I, I remember seeing it, and it, like they gave him like weird like bug eyes, but he still he still has the hood, but it's like weird bug eyes and like a real small mouth. Yeah, uh, it looks way jarring. Like it, yeah. I almost expected to see that, and it's like no, it's like the emperor from like yeah. episode three. Yeah, from episode three, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But yeah, it's you. J- you can find pictures of it, just like first appearance of Emperor and Empire or whatever like that. And it's like yeah. these weird fucking bug eye <laughs> makeup over over like an old person's face. It is messed it's up. Fucked looking. up. It's fucked up looking. Because I remember watching it as a kid, and I'm like, "What the? That's the Emperor?" Yeah this this movie should have been like Star Wars colon. Darth Vader kills a lot of people. Like, yeah. he chokes out every admiral I in know. sight. Because even even in the even in the original one, like he chokes people but he never kills them. Yeah. In this, he kills everybody that does not do their <laughs> yeah. job right. Where well, I'm the like, first one, he does virtual homicide. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Through the screen. He, he, yeah. he doesn't even lift his hand. He's just like, you're done. Yeah. You're he just done, stare, Yeah. He just stares really hard at their neck. Yeah. That's how he chokes them. <laughs> yeah. And the guy next to him is like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then <laughs> Admiral Piat. <laughs> yeah, I love he goes from captain to admiral in that split yeah. second. Yeah. That happens like two other times in this yeah. movie. It's like, oh, my God. Well, it's, like, it's like an ongoing trend where it's like, I don't know. Like, I I missed Grand Moff Tarkin a little bit Yeah, in this. Just kind of like being that voice of reason where... I like Darth Vader as a villain, but I like the fact that he's held under someone that has more logic to their understanding. Yeah. Which, I think that's what kind of makes me like him more in Return of the Jedi coming up, because that's where, spoiler alert, the Emperor does show up in Return of the Jedi. Oh, it's ruined for me now. Yeah. But, like... He almost seems almost like um, a character we will see later in the Disney ones, um... Uh... Uh, why am I spacing on his fucking name? <laughs> Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Thank you. Yeah. I almost like gave away the spoiler name to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I don't want to do that. Um, but Kylo Ren, he's like almost, he's like moody and impulsive. Yeah. But I almost like that where it's like, he's this all powerful being, but he's still subservient. Yeah. And I like, I like that version of him more than being like the all powerful boss. Where people are just like, I tried Vader, and then he just fucking chokes them, and then it's like, well, now you're the new one, and it's like... <laughs> don't get choked. Yep. Well, don't fuck up, or I'm gonna choke you. Even down to where, when the guy's like, I'll take responsibility, I fucked up, we're like, then don't! <laughs> yeah. You're gonna fucking... somebody else. Yeah. You're, then you're a terrible fucking person. You're yeah. ter- that's a terrible idea to fucking admit that you fucked up to Darth yeah. Vader. Yeah. Now, I'll say, though, I liked Darth Vader in this one and how much of a badass he came out as. I I am split on that because I do like that he is super formidable in this. Yeah. But I, I do kind of like him as almost like somebody else's attack dog. Yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying for sure. I yeah. like that, too. 
But I do like that he came off as more of like what it, it, in my head going into this Star Warranteen. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's a fucking badass. Yeah. He's the ultimate. This, yeah. This he came out more yep. as the yep. ultimate bad guy. No, That's no, I true. Get, yeah, I get that. But I don't know. Even like down to, yeah, like how, I, you talked about Kylo Ren in the, in the ones upcoming. Like, I just like the idea of like people that are like very deep in the dark side of the force but are the leaders still have enough wherewithal to be like my apprentice is going to be kind of (laughs) dumb so i'm gonna like make sure that i establish leaders above them to make sure that they don't fuck up what i've already built yeah i don't see darth vader as that though no not like that but like he's still impulsive yeah. And it's like the whole, this whole movie, he's out to just find Luke. Yeah. That's like, it. That's his only thing mm-hmm. he wants to that's do. That's it. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. But like, even, but I, I but uh, in a way, I kind of like that he's alone in that idea where it's like he, he doesn't have someone to be like, why are you so set on this Luke guy? Let's just try and fucking <laughs> kill the yeah. rebels. Yeah. But because there's no other leader to keep him in place, he's like, let's find Luke, let's find Luke, let's find Luke, let's find Luke. Oh, you didn't do it? You're dead. Yeah. You didn't do it? Uh, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's willing to kill off the entire, like, upper echelon of the Empire because they didn't find his son. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's that little bit of, like, I'm going to kill off, like, my side of the group because they didn't find my son so I can turn him to my side and I can actually have a son. Yeah. Pretty cool. Or bad, whatever you think. <laughs> uh, I didn't care for Lando. Oh, didn't really? you? Really? No. That was my next question. It's like, what do you think of Lando? No, I didn't care for him. His planet looks super civilized. Like his planet's the most like upstanding looking planet that I've seen so far. Yeah, it's not even really a planet. No, it's, it's just yeah, like this it's just platform. like yeah, it's pretty much yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> okay. like a spaceship that's a city. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. it looks pretty cool. Yeah. It looks like super like yeah. high tech, super in the future. Yeah. I didn't care for Lando though. Okay. Um, I'm not shitting on that opinion. I on this watch because we just watched Solo so close to each other. Yeah. I thought Donald Glover did a great job doing oh, totally. a Lando like impersonation. Totally. Yes. Totally. I yes. was like, man, that is even closer than I even remembered. Like that yeah. that was super yeah. good. He definitely did his fucking homework. Yeah. Um so also I just want to give like some fun facts about Cloud City, what they're on. So in the original cut before the special editions came out. All the background stuff that you see going on in Cloud City, like behind all the moving stuff going on on stage, quote stage, was never there. It was usually yeah. just like a white wall or like a grayed out window. Oh, yeah. And then the special editions, they cut all those out and put like CG stuff behind it. So you get to see like mm-hmm. Cloud City moving and working. Oh, my God. I which I see these originals. So what, I think <laughs> that is the best addition yeah i agree to the this one i agree anything else because like it looks fantastic yeah it well it you can kind of tell sometimes that it's like yeah this is like 90 cgi but it's not like a central focus yeah it's going on in the background no i agree because i because uh i think i remember actually watching like the original ones as a kid and being like is this a house? Does he live yeah, in a it's house? Kind of in... plane going yeah, on like, here. Does he live in a house in Cloud City? Like <laughs> you don't get the idea that he runs it, but in this, like you get the idea that he runs Cloud City. Yeah, 
it's a lot bigger of a scope, especially when he yeah. pulls out that mic and he's like, this is Lando Calrissian, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, and he even see, pulls yeah. out to the like, the entire like, fucking city's like, look, oh shit. Yeah. And yeah, that was never the in the original cuts. Yeah. Yeah. I should say, let me rephrase that. I didn't care for him. I, I, I think I would have cared even less about him if I didn't see him in, um, the Han movie. Okay. I, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, because I felt like that gave a good background on him. Yeah. Okay. But I, if, I just didn't... Did they really get into him at all? Not a whole lot, but, like, yeah. not to ruin some stuff coming forward, but he he comes back. Is he in 6? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's not just here and gone. Like, okay. he's an addition to yep. the whole series. Okay. Yep. But him, and, him and his best friend, Nien Nanub. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cole, I think you're going to love Nien Nanub. <laughs> I can't wait. He's one of Dinosaur Neil's favorite characters. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, he is he is the Chewbacca to Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Okay, is it going to take over my love for Jar Jar? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll Time see. will tell. Okay, because I still miss my Jar Jar Binks. Um, I miss Nina Noob. I, uh, I think coming from the watching in continuity... I think knowing a little bit more about um, Lando and then seeing him in this, I almost think the double cross in this even is more apparent. That you're like, oh, yeah. oh shit. Like, yeah, Lando does know Han Solo. And even when he's like, okay, yeah, you can land here. It's like, oh, my God. Like, he still sold him out to the Empire? That yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a piece of shit. Yep. I mean, he does have a change of heart, but yeah. still at the same time, he's like, you got here first. You got here before you, man. It's like, that's all it takes? Yeah. You shithead. You piece of shit. <laughs> but in the same sense, it's like, uh, like you see kind of the, the relationship in, in the solo movie where it's like, hey, I mean, whoever, whoever, whoever does the best comes out ahead in the in the long run yeah like even down to where like when han solo wins the millennium falcon from them it's like like they have like a they have a like a respect for each other but it's not down to where it's like i'm not gonna sacrifice i don't respect you as a man yeah i'm like i'm not gonna <laughs> it's, it's not one of those things where it's like i mean if something comes along where it's like i'm gonna pay you all the money in the world to kill this guy he's not gonna turn it down yeah for sure like even, like, down to where it's, like, watching the Solo movie, like, if someone came up to Han Solo and was like, hey, kill Lando Calrissian, I'll give you all the money in the world, that Han Solo would have fucking done it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the fact that, like, Han Solo's now been part of the Rebel Alliance, and now that he's kind of smitten with Princess Leia, like, he never, that never even crosses his mind. Yeah. That's not who Lando is. Right. Like, Lando is Han Solo if Han Solo never became part of the Rebel Alliance. And wears a sweet cape. Yeah. The cape is pretty sweet. The cape is fucking baller. <laughs> I love the cape. Love the cape. Yep. Love the cape. Hashtag love the cape. Yes. Uh, did they by name mention Boba Fett in this? Oh, I don't know, I don't know. by name. Because I noticed like the different looking stormtrooper in there, right? Of course. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's just a weird-looking stormtrooper. It must be a, somebody from a different planet or something, you know, a general or whatever. Watching the Family Guy episode, uh -huh. they call out Boba Fett. 
Okay. And I was like, holy shit, that's who that was. It was Boba Fett. Okay. They... Oh, uh-huh. go ahead. Well, no, I don't have really anything. All right, so uh, here's my whole thing. that um, One of the big theories going on around online is that Boba Fett is the one that killed uh, Uncle Owen Aunt Beru from the first one. Because oh. when uh, when Darth Vader gathers all the bounty hunters together and he gets them to try and find uh, Luke and Han and Leia and shit like that, when he gets to Boba Fett, he says, no disintegrations and points right at him. That insinuates that Boba Fett was on the trail of the droids that had the Death Star plans. And when he got to Aunt Uncle Ona Beru, he disintegrated them. Yeah. Okay. And he's briefly shown in episode four. Yeah, briefly. Is he? Bri- like, one shot of him. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yep. And then that was enough to, like, incite enough for it between th- th- episode four and this. There's a, yeah. a Star Wars holiday special <laughs> where there's a whole animated sequence with him in it. Why didn't we watch this? And that's where he was initially seen with, like, his disintegration ray. And then in episode five, this one, yeah. he's more he's more in there with a group of bounty hunters right. trying mm-hmm. to track him down. And it shows his uh, ship for the first time. Um, actually, in this one, the first time when, when they're, at, like, attached to the Star Destroyer, which I really like to, like, evade their tracking or whatever. Yeah. They're like, uh, they're going to dump their garbage and we'll just, like, trail off with the garbage. That's a really cool. I, I love that part. That's a v- super fucking smart. And that also harkens back to Solo where he's like, yeah, I used to be with the Empire. Like, he knows how they work. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, damn, I w- didn't know I'd like Solo so much in <laughs> retrospect. <laughs> That's a good movie. I really liked it. <laughs> like, I didn't hate it, but I'm like, I'm appreciating it more as it goes on. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, they thought about more than I thought. But then, like, also... Better than Rogue One. Fucking uh, Boba Fett also thought about almost the same wavelength. He's like, I'm yeah. going to hide out here, too, and yeah. see if anything... He hides in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they dump him with it, so... And then he follows him out, yeah. um, which is cool. But, but if their question is, do they name him by name, I don't... No. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't. I didn't hear it if they did. I he had to have a name actually by now, but I don't know if they say it. I, I know. know they do in the next one. Yeah, they definitely okay. call him Boba Fett in the next one. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, but yeah, otherwise, like, yeah, not sure. Also, his ship's name is Slave One, which is really yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like the ship. I also find it weird how that ship works to like sit in to take off. You have to almost like lay down to sit down and then it oh, takes yeah. off and then you're finally sitting up to be vertical. Yeah. And then taking <laughs> off. I think it's like an odd design for a ship. I don't know. That's that's, that's one of the intrigues of Boba Fett. <laughs> until he, he doesn't fucking, want to be disintegrated this until time. Until he Wilhelm screams into a fucking Sarlacc pit. Plug my ears. I'm sorry. Yeah. Plug my ears. Any more questions? Too many Cole? goddamn pigeons are inside. No, me. um, I have that Darth's breathing sounds like a frustrated dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <sighs> yeah. Like when the kids do something. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have any more questions. Um, I didn't like the ending. The downer ending. Yeah. See, I maybe just because when I first saw all these, they were all out at the same time. Yeah. Like four, five, and six. I appreciate the downer ending. For a possible uplift on the third part. Yeah, knowing where, sure. where knowing where it's gonna go in the next one, I like 
this ending. But, okay. I mean, not knowing that and having, yeah. like, oh, Luke got his hand cut off. Han Solo's kind of fucked in that block. Like, <laughs> yeah. where are we in all this? The Empire yeah. kind of won this round. That is a bit of a downer ending. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. kind of sucks. But, mm-hmm. I mean, in, I guess, going forward, gonna go see the next one, you'll be like, okay, that's kind of a yeah. cool that it's, like, a bit of a dip so you get the heroes a bit of a rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like how the Indiana Jones trilogy went, too, where Temple of Doom is kind of like, ooh, like a real dark downturn <laughs> to go to, like, Last Crusade where they introduce Sean Connery and it's uh, a fun romp. Junior? <laughs> we named the dog Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> who's no. the lead actor in those Harrison Ford you know. oh yeah did you not know that either? <laughs> no I knew that one I'm, I'm bullshitting everybody but no like uh, not not to be much of a spoiler but it's like it, it leads into one of my favorite parts of the next movie coming up the fact like all this Han Solo shit leads into like my favorite what's some of my favorite shit leading into the next one okay so yeah. Cool. yeah, it's yeah. I I love the ending to this just based on the fact that like they know like it almost kind of feels like they know that they're gonna get a next one and it's yeah it's it's left in a way where you want to know what happens in the next one yeah. But at the same time, nobody was contracted for a next one either. So yeah. if if Hans if Harrison Ford couldn't make it, yeah, he's got an out. You yeah. know, which is kind of cool. Like, I wish they would still do movies like that, where but, you didn't way, hear Hollywood yeah. gossip. Like, they're yeah. signed on for three movies, so you know he's gonna be. Back. I know it's so weird that it's like this one feels like it's set up so well for a sequel, as opposed to when we get into the next ones, where it's like, where did you expect to go from here? <laughs> so yeah. from what I've gathered, we'll so we'll far, get into, we'll get into that in the, in the next trilogy. Seven, eight, and nine suck balls. No, right? well, we'll, no. See. Okay. we'll see. No, I'm we'll see. That's the vibe I'm getting. We'll from see. You guys. Yeah, we'll see. There's parts that I disagree with, but yeah, I'm gonna say no. We'll over, see. Overall, okay. overall, right. just chill out. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You don't. So. Just chill out, okay? We'll see. We'll see. Grades. What do we grade in Empire? Man. All right, I'll start. Go for it. B. All right. A B. Now, I gave episode four an A. Real close to an A+. Yeah. Yeah. This one is a solid B. Um, if we want an update on all of our scores, you gave it A, JT gave it A+, and I gave it an A okay. for the last one. Okay. Okay. This one is a B. Um, I got real bored with the whole Yoda scene okay. when Luke is learning the Force. I got yep. super bored. Every time they would go back to that, I was like, come on. Can we just move on already? <laughs> okay. Um, and then the beginning fight at Hoth was very time-consuming as well, I thought. Okay. I thought that if they could have sped up both of those scenes and cut it like 20 minutes out of the movie, would have made it much faster paced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have been more into it throughout. Okay. Um, not a bad movie at all. Nope. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. I can see where this one was like very highly touted. Mm-hmm. But for me, watching everything in order now, a B. Well, very good. Fair enough. Um, do you want to go? I'll I'll go. Right, go uh, you know what, Cole? You're reading my mind this this whole night. Oh, I'm gonna man. go with a B again. All right. I I I think uh, it's like I said like. I feel like it's not as strong as a lot of people tout it to be. Like, especially coming off of the first Star Wars where I feel like it takes the strengths of every movie 
and like like projects them tenfold with the three of them together, C-3PO and R2-D2 together. It all melds together in a way where it's super entertaining, and then in this one, they separate it to where I feel like they don't flex the strengths of all of them together. But, like I said before, I like the beginning. I think Hoth is really interesting. Like, the fact they're on, the, they're on an ice planet, like, in, in a place that, like, you haven't seen before in, in Star Wars. And then at the end with, like, what I consider probably the best Star... Like, the best lightsaber battle in all of Star Wars with, like, Luke trying his hardest and Darth Vader being like, I'm fucking trying... I'm, like... Not even trying. trying. Yeah, I'm not not even trying, but I'm I'm doing it because I care about you kind of thing. Like, I I love the beginning. I love the end. The middle is so, is very so-so. So because of that, I'll give it a B. See, I graded this uh, A New Hope, an A last time, in room for an A plus for an Emperor... Uh, the Emperor, uh, what is the Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back? What am I? I almost said Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Different um, movie. Um, but I'm gonna have to go down the other way. I'm not gonna rate it a B. I think I'm gonna go A minus. I still really like the movie. Okay. But I felt like it didn't strike me as much as I thought it was going to. Yeah. I really thought I was gonna give it that A plus because it's taught it as the best one. Yeah. And there's some things I didn't feel like it worked as well as A New Hope. Yeah. There you go. A minus. Okay. Still enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I and just having retrospect of knowing what comes after, I yeah. think helps. But uh, there you go. A minus. I know. Like after watching Empire this time, where I was slightly disappointed, I'm very curious where I'm gonna land watching Return of the Jedi. Yeah. With uh, rose-colored glasses on, I I really like Return of the Jedi. And if you talk to hardcore Star Wars nerds, like the original ones, Return of the Jedi is the worst one in their eyes by far. Yeah. Not to, like, paint a picture for you before you even see it. Which means I'll love it. (laughs) But, like, it's their least favorite one of the original trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's still, I think, better than some of the other ones that came after those. But, but with all with all that being said, are you looking forward to Return of the Jedi? Oh my god, you guys have made me a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I'm so glad we could have done that. I Good. am so looking forward Good. to episode six. Like if I could and I had nothing to do, which I don't have anything to do, but I don't want to do this right now, I would watch all of them tomorrow. <laughs> Just to go through because I am loving this. Amazing. Yes. Well, JT, could I give you the feet? Of wrapping up the show because I have to go use the bathroom so bad. I have to as well, but I will let you go first. Very good. Have fun. All right. <laughs> so you can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also Bucky for everyone on Instagram. Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Sea Havens. Where can they talk to you about the wonders that is Star Wars? Well, they can find me oh first off i am hoping that next week we also get joined by the oldest man alive oh my god yeah for episode oldest six. man alive for for the retelling of the oldest trilogy alive yeah, absolutely it only <laughs> makes sense uh if you want to talk to me about star wars which please do uh you can find me at coach havens on twitter <laughs> you can also find us 
at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Also find us on Review Review Pod at gmail.com. Send us your emails. What do you think of us talking about Star Wars? What do you think about us talking about other droids on the planet Earth through Short Circuit 2? What do you think of us talking about dudes making a bunch of money and Bruce's millions? That's next week. Just find us. Talk to us. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. I don't do this as well as Troy. He's <laughs> peeing right now. I'm three goddamn pigeon porters deep. They have fucking 8.2% alcohol by volume. So check us out. Be, <laughs> be with us. Sea Havens. Yes. What are you What are you looking forward to the most coming up in in the Star Wars oh, saga? Man, I am looking forward to this new character that you guys have told me about. This Ninu Ninu <laughs> Nanu Nanu Robin Williams Mork and Mindy like. <laughs> Not is is Robin Williams gonna come on? He's, not, he's not in. I wish he was in this. Oh, I wish. God, I could use some work in Bindi. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to moving on from episode six because I know zero about seven, eight, and nine. Really? I know absolutely. Being being the 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 more recent trilogy. This is how much I don't. I didn't give a shit about not- Star Wars. <laughs> Before this whole project started, if I heard the words Star Wars on TV, my ears turned off. <laughs> Somehow I hit a switch and my ears closed. I'm very curious. And and uh, given our schedule, uh, after this one, we're going to jump into a little bit of a TV series. Are we talking Mandalorian? Yeah, so you can see you can see Baby Yoda. I'm excited for Baby Yoda. All right. I there am. you go. So I... Can I buy a baby Yoda? I haven't, to sit I haven't in on the talked. I haven't talked to Troy yet, but I think just to make it movie, like movie length, I think we're gonna do the first two episodes of Mandalorian. Sweet. As a as an episode, just to see if we can get you even hooked on it to All see right. if you if you watch it from then on because it, it does take place between Return of the Jedi and the upcoming trilogy. Okay. All right. No, I'm looking forward to all of it. Like so I said, I know nothing. There you go. After episode six. There you go. So let us let us know. Let us know at reviewreviewpod.gmail.com. What other things do you want us to watch Star Wars possibly that old uh, Hot Take Havens could watch? Or do you want us to watch Love Guru? Or Love, yeah. The, the, ever, the, the best Star Wars movie ever, the Love Guru. <laughs> Are you guys still wrapping the show? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you. <laughs> Anyways, how far did you get? I think I said the email and I said our Twitter, and then I oh, lost. For Christ's sake! <laughs> we just carried on. <laughs> and I didn't know where to go from there. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. There, vote for the tournament <laughs> random movies. You do that yet? Yeah, it's a uh, Superman versus his. <laughs> You can find us on every podcasting platform there is. If you want to write in the show, review review pod at gmail.com. Hold on, can so we talk g- more about Star Wars? Yeah, of course. I'm so goddamn lost without you, Troy. <laughs> oh my god. This is, the, this is probably the longest Star Wars 
Star Wars episode we've done. We're almost at a, we're almost like an hour and twenty minutes. This is what happens when we're all back in studio. <laughs> well, we've got all that continuity now wrapped up in each other. We can play on riffs it's on true. this on, on previous knowledge. It's fucking true. How long do you think we're going to talk about once we get to the Rise of Skywalker? How long once are we, we going to got... talk about Bruce's Millions? Oh my god, hopefully not long at all. <laughs> I want Eric in and out of here. Get the fuck out of here, Eric. <laughs> He's sitting around for episode six, too. Oh, I know it. You smell like a fucking nursing home, Eric. Get the fuck out of here, Georgie. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, that's a show. That's a oh show, folks. Oh, my God. So, yeah, join us for our next show where we talk about Brewster's Millions with Eric and Cole harassing Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Old fart. Uh, and then Old come, fart. <laughs> come a week later, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Closing out the original trilogy. Closing out the original trilogy, leading into uh, what I said, we possibly watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian. And see okay. if we can get Cole hooked. Okay. Through those two. I think you'll like him. I just yeah. listened to the theme of The Mandalorian the other day. Oh, hot one. It's a hot one. It's good. It's good. It's very good. So there you go. Star Warranting. Going hot and heavy. Coming at you hot. Brewster's Millions. Happening. Coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but until we get to Brewster's Millions, I've been short of the Max Extreme. I want the show to end so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on take havens. We are off. <laughs>